Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. For the last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. So welcome to this episode. Excited to be here with you all. I miss you guys. I don't know if, um, well, you guys may be watching these and listening to these episodes, I should say, through and through, kind of back to back, but I haven't recorded an episode in a while. So happy to be back talking to you guys. And today, as I'm sure you guys have seen, we're talking about should you have a seasonal or non-seasonal juice bar menu. Now, I just want to start this conversation by saying, you know, I have my own perspective and I'm going to give you my perspective and why I feel the way that I do. But ultimately, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm sure you can find many businesses out there that have non-seasonal menus and then businesses that have seasonal menus that are also successful. I can think of a few. And so I'm just going to talk about my perspective on this, kind of the pros and cons and what you want to really consider before you make this decision in terms of your menu development and what the implications are of the decisions that you're making as well. So first, let's talk about having a seasonal menu. What are some of the benefits of this approach? The first thing is that, which people may or may not know, but when things are in season, they're less expensive because there's an abundance of them. And so one of the major benefits is obviously saving on your food and product costs. That's a great benefit. The other thing too is for your business and your brand, it's really great to be able to let your customers know that you are only using things when they're in season. And based on that, usually it's because it's coming from a a local source. And so that's really great for the environment. It's also great in terms of the quality of the product that you're offering, because when things are not traveling halfway across the world, they can be picked when they're a bit riper. Um, There's all kinds of benefits to the the level of freshness and quality in that product. And so those are some of the the really, um, you know, positive aspects and in in terms of taking the seasonal approach. And and now let's talk about some of the challenges or the downsides of, of this approach. The first thing is that obviously when you're running a business, you've got a lot of things to think about and creating new recipes is maybe not something that you want to be doing all the time unless you have a dedicated chef who can do that. And usually you have to be at a certain scale before you can do that on a regular basis. But creating recipes takes a little bit of time and attention because of the fact that not only do you have to make sure the item tastes good and or the way that you want it to taste, you know, it's not always good, but, but the way that you intend it to be. And you also have to cost that product out. You have to make sure that your margins are there based on, uh, you know, the weight that you're purchasing it in and then the yields that you're getting from your uh, juicer. And so that takes time and attention. And sometimes when you're really, really busy, you don't want to be forced to always do that. And if you only have a seasonal menu, well, guess what? You're going to be pressured to do that. You're not going to have 
the chance to say, oh, I don't feel like it right now, or I do feel like it right now. You're gonna, it's just another one of those things that you have to take care of because you will not have access to certain ingredients at a given time. And sometimes with the whole process, you might have, let's say, for example, a recipe with apple, lemon, ginger, and you know, cucumber. And some things have different rhythms in their season. And so lemon might be around eight months out of the year, whereas, uh, and I think lemon is actually available a lot longer. It depends on where you're at, right? And then apple might be there for four months, and then the, the watermelon might be there for a month. And so depending on what's in that drink, you really have to be sensitive to the way the ingredients move. And so uh, that just creates a level of dynamism that sometimes as a business owner, you really just don't want. The other downside is obviously your, sometimes your customer experience. A lot of customers, and I'm one of these people, as a consumer, I really love consistency. The majority of customers are like this. They make a plan that they wanna to come to their juice bar and get the same thing they got yesterday. They don't wanna hear that it's out of season. Now. Some customers are different because they understand the environmental implications and they're really, really uh, motivated by that. But a lot of customers just want the same thing they got before. They don't want to have to make a new decision because then they're scared if they make a new decision, maybe the, the product that they choose isn't what they actually wanted and now they don't know what to do and their routine is messed up. And so it creates a lot of stress for people when they have to make new decisions all the time. And I'm sure you can probably relate to that because like I said, most people are like this. And so that's, you know, these are really the big downsides to doing things seasonally. So what are the benefits? Obviously it's good for the environment, it's good for your marketing because you can let people know that you're doing this um, and you're gonna save money when it comes to purchasing because when things are in abundance, they generally are, are just a lot less. Downsides, uh, customers might complain because of the inconsistency and then just the level of dynamism that it creates when it comes to actually having to put these recipes together. So now let's talk about a non-seasonal menu, which is the, you know, one of the other alternatives. Um, first, benefits, having a non-seasonal menu uh, inversely creates consistency, and so your customers are going to love that. Um, for you, obviously less dynamism, meaning you don't have to constantly be changing ingredients out. Now there, there is still going to be a aspect of this no matter what you're doing in any business your menu is still dynamic you're always going to have it evolve but you know when you're having a seasonal menu that's going to happen more often most likely and so it's just going to demand more of your attention versus when you have a non-seasonal menu you may be able to do this at your leisure now there are always cost implications and we're going to talk about that next and some of the downsides but it's generally less dynamic and so uh you know, talking about the even training implications, because if you have a seasonal menu, you're constantly going to be have, you know, have to train your staff on how to either process new ingredients or what the recipes are, um, educate your customers. There's just a lot that goes into it. And if you guys don't have a juice bar yet, you may not realize the uh, level of, of, of attention that you need to put to ev towards every single ingredient that you have because they all need to be stored differently, um, processed differently. Generally, they have different qualities to them in, in the way that they need to be handled. And so when you have a seasonal menu, obviously it's another one of the things that you have to look at. Non-seasonal, not as, is as big of a deal. Now, some of the downsides of having a non-seasonal menu are that when things are out of season, the prices go up and the quality goes down. 
we've had times, you know, we might purchase a, a box of apples for $45 for a 40 pound case. And then when it's out of season, and when I mean like peak out of season, it might be twice that price for the same amount of, of weight. And so, and that being said too, the apples are lower quality because of where they've come from. They've just traveled further. They're out of season. They've been stored longer. There's all kinds of things around it. And so it's not the, uh, I, most ideal situation and in th those circumstances depending on your prices you may have to raise the price you may have to change the recipe slightly so it's a little bit different um, to save on your costs but you got to figure out what it is or you just realize that you buffer that those those sort of fluctuations in your price into your overall cost throughout the year and know what your margin is based on that um, and so that you know like I said in the beginning, there's no perfect answer to this question. People have their preferences based on how they want to run their business and what their customers' demands are going to be. My offering and what I would recommend is actually to do a hybrid of both of these things, to have a seasonal, seasonal specials that come and then uh, just having a foundational base menu that you know is consistent, tried and true, which might take a little bit of time to get there. Because you, you know, if you're just opening, it might take you six months to a year to really find that super solid menu that uh, everybody enjoys and loves. And then from there, you might add one or two seasonal specials um, that you can get good prices on that make people feel like it's you know really festive. And, and there's also, which I didn't mention earlier, there's a benefit into scarcity. As we all know, supply and demand, scarcity drives value. And when things are in season, like it could be watermelon, for example, you might do a watermelon and mint juice. This is one of my favorite juices. And you might find that if people know, hey, this is only going to be around for another couple of weeks, maybe a month, that people just come in and purchase that juice more often because of the, the scarcity aspect that they know it's going to be another year before they get to try that again. So there are benefits to both situations. As I mentioned, I like the hybrid model. That's my personal preference. But you get to decide what you want to do for your juice bar. And at least you are educated now to understand the implications of those things. And granted, you know, the real life on the ground practical reality of this might be different than just hearing about it. But you can, you can maybe feel your way into it a bit more. So I hope this helps. As always, uh, if you need support developing your menu and or otherwise you can reach out to me personally at andrew at starterjuicebar.com we've got a team of chefs that help we help people we've i don't we've developed count i can't even count at this point how many people's menus we've actually put together um, but as always wishing you guys a lot of success in your endeavors and i'll see you guys at the next episode take care